God'll get you for that one. Maud is owned by Shout Factory. God'll get you for that, Walter. Is produced for entertainment purposes only. Sponsored in part by Finley's Friendly Appliances. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of God'll Get You for That, Walter. But he didn't in He did this in this episode. one, and there were a number of opportunities for him to have gotten Walter. I know, I For know. her to have gotten Walter. God is a woman. Yes. <coughs> well, well, this is a very special episode. Of this is a very special episode. God'll Get You for That, Walter. Would you As like you to can see, you see we're live. <laughs> yes, along, along with us doing the, the, the podcast. The podcast, the yeah. audio, we're actually doing video Hold today. Hold on, look at me, close your eyes. Oh no, what? What? Literally have, literally had mascara on your lower lash. I, I'm always covered in mascara. Yes, you and are. And you're always covered in glitter. So. I am always covered in <laughs> glitter. So it's a good match. It's a match made in heaven. Or hell. Or hell. <laughs> One or the other. My so. name is Tomcat, and I am joined by someone whom I consider my mother, my grandmother, Whistler's mother... Tony Homper. That's me. <laughs> Tony with an I. <laughs> so today uh, is a very special episode of God Will Get You That Water because we went over the season finale of uh, season one season of Maud. One, yes. It's called uh, Maud's Night Out. Maud's Night Out. It originally aired March 20th, 1973. Yes. And it is only one of two or three episodes where there's only two characters talking to each other. Mm -hmm. There's no Carol, there's no Florida, there's no Arthur. It's just Maud and Walter having a battle of the sexes almost. Yes. And it's, it's very rare that sitcoms would do this. Would do that, yeah. This type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's very rare, but uh, it, it's a, a testament to the uh, acting abilities oh, of... very much so. Of... of Arthur and Bill Macy, and Bill Macy, that the two of them could carry like a whole episode, yeah, by themselves. I mean, not for anything. There was one episode of Maud where it was just, just Maud, Arthur. Yes. It was just B. Arthur, and that yes. was, I think, Maud and the Maud bears her soul, mm -hmm. which I think was mm -hmm. the uh, episode that she won an Emmy for. Mm -hmm. um, well, she, the woman is a tour de force, literally a tour de force. I'd like to perform actually. That is a monologue. Mm -hmm. I'd love to perform that episode mm -hmm. just because it's so it's so much fun. It's so dramatic. It's a little melodramatic in certain places, but it really was a very well written episode. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're, we're here, here to talk that. about. We are here for Maud's Night, Night Out. Out. Yes, and we uh, enter in uh, Maud's boudoir. We enter in the bedroom, and Walter is sleeping. And Maud enters, singing tiptoe tip through, through the, the tulips. tulips. Uh, yes. Wasn't it Tiny Tim? Tiny Tim, Tim, Tiny yes. Tim made that he, had the, he had the ukulele. The ukulele. Like, like, Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all been there. Yes. Um, so um, Maud tries uh, relentlessly to wake Walter up because yes, Walter, Walter is, is very much sleeping. He's sleeping. And you know, it's fascinating. They never really give us a time when this party was supposed to be. Yeah, well, back in the 70s, it probably They had morning been... parties? Like day no, parties? No, no, this was definitely, definitely a night thing. So you think that he was just taking a nap? Yeah, it was probably, you know, it's it's like your disco nap. I guess. You know, the disco yeah. nap is when you, you take a little pre-nap before, before you go to bed. You go, before you go, oh, you go out. out. So you take this little, like my husband, he always used to take the disco nap. <laughs> and then you take the disco nap and then go to the bunkhouse. So this way oh, he, was, he was, you know, he had a little nap and then he was, he was, he was fresh and ready for the for the bunkhouse. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's honestly what I assume. Yeah. Because when I was listening to him, I'm just like, this party is supposed to be at 7 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And that's, you're sleeping? Mm -hmm. before, okay, great. Good for you. Right, right. So, uh, Maud is trying to wake Walter up. And mm -hmm. she says, like, if you don't wake up, I'm going to pour this very dry martini into your semicircular canal. Yes. Um, and even and before, before that. Before that, Walter, he was Walter's getting a little like, handsy. He was getting amorous. He was in, holding in on bed. to Maud's hip and, like, patting her bottom. Yes. And uh, she says, I see Frasier the sensuous lion is, <laughs> is, is trying. What did she say? Frasier the sensuous lion is trying to wait. Is, is ready for action. Something of that. Yeah, effect. something something about that. Something to that <clears throat> to that effect. Um so Walter wakes up complaining, like, why didn't you wake me at seven? Uh, like, yeah. he's, he's like he's like, I guess like one of those Angry. people that, you know, they don't like to be woken up. 
So yeah, you know, some people some people are, are like that. They don't like to be woken up. I mean, I uh, I don't mind being woken up so long mm-hmm. as I'm woken up for the right reasons. Of course. Like if I'm being woken up for um, some whoopee, I would, <laughs> I would happily oblige. If I'm getting woken up to move my car, I'm gonna be like, "Why did oh. you wake me up? Just take the keys and go." Are we talking about the view, Whoopi Goldberg? No, you said Whoopi. <laughs> I, hate I hate you so much. Yeah. I mean, Tom, my God, the view is almost on. It's Whoopi. It's Whoopi time. I'm like, oh, oh, oh goody. Oh, joy. It's Nothing whoopee. makes me happier than Whoopi no. Goldberg. No. So, yeah, so he's apparently one of those people. That, he was yeah, in a he was testing. Testing. He was testing. Oh, if he was a child, you would have like gave them a, a, like a, a whack on the bottom and, and put them back to bed. Yeah. Let them cry it out, and then they, they fall asleep, and then they wake up. And Which I think would have been the appropriate thing for Maude to have done. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So he's complaining. He goes into the bathroom, and there's. The pantyhose that the Maud had. The that she had hanging up made a puddle, which she stepped in. I'm curious. How many tights do you wear when you do drag? Only two. Only two you wear? Yeah, yeah I wear the very, um, very thick, like, shiny, stretchy like, ones. Right, yeah. yeah, it's not pan- It's not pantyhose. It's tights. It's tights. I usually, tr- I mean, if I can, I usually try and wear at least two or three. Yeah. Because I like covering up the, um... What are cross veins? The- yes. The spider veins. I'm covering up my spider veins. <laughs> Hello, I'm 30 years old and I have spider veins. Um, <laughs> no, but when I when I made my shorts, when mm-hmm. you when you hem them, mm-hmm. it creates a bit of a it, a bit of a bubble. A bubble. <laughs> it creates a little bit of a bubble, a bubble. under under your under your tights. Oh, oh I got a bubble. <laughs> Followed by a large belt. Oh, marvelous! Uh, so yes, okay. Walter enters the bathroom and. He's, he's the pantyhose are sopping the floor. He can't he, get any toothpaste out of the out of the, out of the tube. tube. Just um, everything that can go wrong for poor old yeah. Walter is going wrong for poor and old Walter. She sticks her tongue out at him. Yes, she does. Like, you know, have Have you ever done that in, in a relationship? The other person is is driving you mad, and like you know, they're not looking at you, and you're either like, you're like, you know, I do this, I do like, that. You know? That's what I do. If they turn their back, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they, then they turn around <laughs> quick and you're just like, me? I did nothing wrong. I wasn't doing anything. I'm as pure as the driven sludge. <laughs> I can attest to that. Thanks. <laughs> what are friends for? What are friends for? Um, so uh, she's trying to give him a dr- she's still trying to give him the drink. Still trying to give him which, the drink. Which uncharacteristically for Walter, he doesn't want to drink. He doesn't want to drink. Which is very very out of character. Very out of character. Very because of character. as we learn later, Walter is an alcoholic. Yep. So I'm, I'm sure, you know, his natural inclination would have was been to drink. Would have been to drink. But because I think she said I have something guaranteed to bring baby back from Grumpy Town. Yes, yes. Which the, the you mar- know I think it was a martini. It was a martini. Martini. I hate martinis. Really? I don't like martinis. I don't mind them. I don't like martinis. I just like a lot of vermouth. I I like a, a sweet girly drink. <laughs> because you are a sweet girly I drink. A sweet girly <laughs> drink. I like something with like an umbrella, cherries, you know, things like that. That's that's my jam. <laughs> I was at I was at a hibachi bar the other night, mm-hmm. and um, we got these two. Uh, me and me and my partner, we ended up getting these drinks, mm-hmm. and one of the cherries had a stem on it. Uh-huh. And I like to show just what that mouth do. Uh-huh. And I proceeded to tie. You a tie the knot. I tie a knot. And that that was that was immortalized in the in the uh, 1990s show Twin Peaks. Really, yeah, Sherilyn Fenn. She like you know was trying to. She did that in, in the in the show. She like took the cherry and she took the stem and she you know tied it with her with her tongue. Wow, yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Although I love Kevin McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin. I love Kevin McLaughlin. Yes. I have no idea what his real name Loves, is. Loved, lo- I loved Twin Peaks when it was on in the 90s. It I mean, it was a good show, wasn't it? Show. Oh, it was like... It's it, become cult. It's yes, become, it's, it's become it's, a cult classic. It's like a cult classic. It really is. Like, I may have to look into it. Yes, it's a, it's a great show. It's a great show. Maybe but, we'll do that after Maud. Maybe after, <laughs> after Maud. But, so now, so you tie the chair. Now, did you get like... I always loved it, like those Japanese restaurants and places like that, where yeah. they have like a drink and like a, a pineapple 
or a Coke. No, it was nothing like that. It was glass. I was, no, it was glass. I always love those things. But I mean, what I, what always what always tickles me is that mm. no one expects me of all people to know how to do that. Of course. And I, you I have them all fooled. I, I, I fool everybody. Yes. Really. It's mm. like you you all think I'm some type of heteronormative fool until I open my mouth. Yes. Or not close own, it as or the case. Close it. <laughs> Close it as the case, maybe. Thank you, Ma. I mm, thoroughly appreciate you. Yeah, so Maud is, is yell, starts yelling at him and accusing him. She's saying there's something, there's something on wrong. your mind. There's something on his mind. There's something on your mind. And um, and, and I, I think that, that she was uh, she made mention of prune juice. I think she felt like she should have been giving him prune juice instead of the drink. <laughs> I mean, right. Regularity is very important when you reach a certain age. Yes. And and you need to keep yourself regular. Tom, do you ever feel not quite so fresh? <laughs> no. I have have a little bit of vinegar and water. Really? I mean, I... Uh, God, we're really, yes, we're really having a, this discussion. Yes, on a summer's eve. On a summer's eve. I hate you. Summer's eve. Summer's Eve. Summer's Eve. God will get you. Uh, that Walter is brought to you by uh, Summer's Eve. We wish. <laughs> One day. <laughs> we wish. Uh, no. Um. Usually, when I want to do something like that, I end up having like psyllium husk, and I do metamucil. Oh. Okay. I do. I do metamucil. I, I've never had an issue with that. Really? <laughs> never. Well, you've never bought them. <laughs> I've never. I mean, I have. I just. Just lucky. I, I guess. guess lucky. I'm just lucky. <laughs> we can't uh, all be clean as the uh, snow here. <laughs> so to speak. So, so to speak. So to speak. Uh, so now he's looking for the shaving cream. He can't find the shaving, the shaving cream. He cannot find the shaving cream. Let me tell you, I can never find anything in our bathroom. It's like there's some... I uh, but I mean, it is true. You reach a certain point and it's, it's pills, it's toothpaste, it's face creams, it's cleansers, it's toners, it's witch hazel, it's just all it's of these fringes, contact lenses, all contact this solution, stuff. Uh, makeup, Albaline, <laughs> just Regina White. There's so much. There's so much stuff that you put in those medicine chests that um, you just don't know where anything you is. You don't know where anything. And is, also, so. do you have it where? You know where you last put something. And Absolutely. You have to ask the person. Absolutely. Where did it go? Yes. Because they not, moved it. They move. If it's not where I put it last, then the other person, Frank, moved it. <laughs> I mean, he said it. I didn't. I did. I said it. But I mean, I'm, I've had that I'm, happen to me a number I'm of sticking times. Sticking to it. I've definitely oh, had that happen to me a number of times. Yes. It's one of the reasons why I only touch the stuff that I that I yes. that is mine. So now Walter is complaining that the sink is clogged The basin up. is not draining. Yes, it's the not, basin draining. Is not draining. I hate when that happens. My, my it's bathroom sink is there. like cursed. What do you usually use? Do you use the snake that has I, the hooks on no, it? No, I just plunge and I plunge. And I plunge. And I, I mean, I you plunge. can also do vinegar and baking soda. Yes, yes. yes. Sometimes I, I actually pour some boiling water down there, too. That also helps. I, have to, I need to do that. I need to do that. It's just it's such a pain in the neck. It is. It is. It's such a pain. But, you know, what I think also what clogs it up, too, is, you know, a lot of times I'm removing a lot of hair. Ah, yeah. Like, um, Saturday, uh, no, no, yesterday, I had to uh, remove all the hair on the arms because the outfit that I was wearing showed the arms. Right? Uh, yes, yeah, showed the um, arms. Yes, the arms, the arms were bare. I've, and, I've, um, you want to know what's awful? Why? When you use Veet and you try to wash it down the drain. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. It's or, or absolutely nair. heinous. Yeah. Or Nair yeah. or any yes. of that stuff. Yes. Like, it's... I'm a... I have it not so much down to a science, but if I know that I am going to be in an event where I need to be shaven, mm -hmm. I will usually get two or three towels, mm -hmm. lay them on the floor, mm -hmm. get myself a full-length mirror, and just start shaving with an electric razor. Mm -hmm. I'll shave my legs, I'll shave this, mm -hmm. I'll shave that. And then when I get to the gig, because I usually go to conventions, right. I'll shave the rest with a straight razor in the hotel room. Okay, that's, that's smart, yeah. Just because, and you could just take everything outside and shake the towels out mm -hmm. and get rid of all the hair. I mean, it's done wonders for me mm -hmm. um, because, you know, we're both fur-bearing mammals. Yes. That was, that was, I always say, that's the joke. When they were creating it, so like, oh, drag queen and Harry. And Harry. Oh yes, won't that be fun? And they're all they're all up up in heaven, like ah, 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 ah like that. <laughs> what is the <this>, sarcasm? <laughs> Definitely. Do you think this is a game? Uh, 
Is my life a game? Is, is my, my life, life a, a joke, joke to you? you? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Uh, so Maud says to Walter. She actually starts seeing tiptoe through the tulips again. She does. She, she's but she did, again. We did, I was going to say, we mentioned hair. Yes. Walter and Maud were having that conversation. Oh, yes, yes. And, and Maud turns to Walter and says, yeah. look at your scalp and look at mine, and then see whose hair is in the drain. Whose hair is in the drain. Because yeah. Walter classically has a charming bald spot right in the back of his scalp. Not unlike my own co-host. It's the bane of my existence. Yeah, I know oh, the feeling. Wow. Mine decided to go the way of the dodo, and so was yours. It just took. We have wigs. wigs. We have wigs. We have wigs. We have wigs. We have it's fine. <laughs> Throw a wig on. We could have thrown wigs. <laughs> we could have thrown wigs on for this. <laughs> oh, that's true. We could have. I could have brought my mod wig. Why not? Yeah, no, it's, too much, it's too, too much, much trouble. This is too how. This work. is we're we're showing what we re- really do. How we, we show do. what we really look like. Yes. Without makeup, without no makeup. filters, you better be friggin' grateful. Yes, please. So, <laughs> oh, so the episode please. continues, and we finally find out. Uh, actually, no, Maud comes into the bathroom while while Walter's shaving, mm-hmm. and she shows off two very attractive outfits. There was one was uh, it was the harvest, harvest gold, harvest gold, and the other was a rust. Was a rust. Yes, uh, yes. They were both. They were both. They were both very attractive. Beautiful. I'd wear them. And she actually ends up wearing the rust, and the yes. rust was very was very pretty. Honestly, for the time, they dressed be very elegantly. Yes, they always did. They they did put her, and again, like a, this was another one of those times when an outfit showed off Maud's chest. Yes, but she still had on a choker around. Yes, around the she neck. She still had on a choker around yes. her neck, which I definitely think there something had to have happened to her mm-hmm. that caused her to want to constantly cover up her neck. Yeah, definitely. because in Golden Girls, I think because of the facelift, mm-hmm. she had a facelift and a neck lift. Yeah, so she was able she to was, like she showed the neck. She showed the neck a lot more. Yes, she did. These are the things uh, that they don't teach you in schools. Yes. So yes. she shows off the two outfits, and Walter goes, I hate them both. He no, he, he ignores them. Yes. Yes. And, and he's complaining because now there's there's a puddle of water in the soap dish. Yep. And then he, like, he slam He goes into, I guess, where the toilet is. Because they, he has to go to the john. He's, yes. You know, he's, he's got to go to the john, and he closes. Then he say something about having to see a, a man about not a horse. horse. I never understood that line. I don't know. I mean, I know Drain the Lizard. Mm-hmm. I, that that one I get, but yes. I have to go see a man about a horse. I don't know. I guess it was just they felt it was the safest euphemism to use. At to use the, the loo, I guess. Yeah. So he slams that that door closed to the little toilet area. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, he's talking about how he um, he hates parties, and I think it's then that Maud was saying, "Well, for somebody who hates parties." You know, at the at the Wilson's party two weeks ago, you you were starting a conga line and 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 all this tripping the night, fantastic. Yes. So so Walter is caught in his BS. Yes. as he so often so obviously is. he does not dislike parties. He just doesn't like this one for a very yes. specific reason. A very which we'll get to. A very specific reason. And more to say about uh, how. Great, uh, Joanna and Cliff are as hosts, and that's how yes. we find out. That's how we find out about the party. About the party, it's Joanna and Cliff's party. Yes, Joanna and Cliff Naylor. Naylor, yes, and uh, jo- apparently Joanna was uh, making paella, and Walter is once calls to know, it a fricassee of beaks and claws. Yes. Well, first he wants to know what paella is. Yes, and Walter has to explain it to him. Now, uh, fun fact: I love paella. Really? I, I just love paella. When I used to live in New Jersey, okay. sometimes we would go to Newark, uh-huh. and there was an area that was very heavily populated by uh, Portuguese mm-hmm. people, and uh, there was this one restaurant, Portuguese-owned, and they made like traditional paella, and they would bring it out. It was in this, in this giant, uh, round, aluminum cooking Tray, pot, pan. Mm-hmm. It's a circular pan. A trough. Yes. And I mean, it was just like filled to overflowing with the rice and the mussels and shrimp and the chicken and the sausage and the, and the mussels. And it was just, it's, it was delicious. But I would imagine that Cliff and Joanne Naylor do not know how to make the appropriate pie. I'm sure it was not as good as, as this. But unfortunately, now, because of my... Freaking gout. So, paella. You cannot paella. eat it because of the I can't. I can't eat it. Because of gout. And uh, Maud is still trying to decide on the dresses. She's asking uh, Walter's Walter opinion. On, on two dresses. She, she says, she says it's too early to wear yellow. 
It's never too early to wear yellow. Never too early to wear yellow. But, I mean, years ago, that was the thing where you would dress for the seasons. Yes. You know, you can wear white after Labor Day and yada, yada, yada. I mean, think about the Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. Florals mm -hmm. for spring, groundbreaking. Right, right. Yes. So, you know, that's mm -hmm. just that's just how it was in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Maud continues to sing. Yes, and she's singing, The night is young and I am so beautiful. I would love to perform that song. Yes. It's such a great number. Mm -hmm. And uh, Walter is upset. And uh, Maud is like trying to get it out of him. Why is he so upset? And yep. he's upset about Cliff Naylor. Yes, he is. We find out that he is very jealous mm -hmm. of Cliff Naylor. He does not like the way that Cliff Naylor looks, looks at, at Maud. Maud's rear end. Yeah. I mean, how do... In terms of relationship, mm -hmm. how do you handle... Uh, or how did you handle uh, being jealous of the way another person would look at your partner? I never really got jealous. I, I'm just I, not. A, I'm just not. I'm just not a jealous person. Oh, I am. Don't mm. touch my things. They're mine. Because I, I could be very possessive sometimes. At the age when you know, at the age when you know something like that would would have happened, you know. That never, that Are never you happened trying with... to say I'm too young to understand? No, no. What I'm saying is <laughs> when I was that at your age yeah. where something like that would happen to like me or my, par my partner at, at that time, it would have been like, well, let's just have a three-way. <laughs> and you know... What's good for the goose is good for the goose. <laughs> well, we're asking what's good for the gander is good for the gander. <laughs> well... It, no, but it's an interesting conversation to have because that uh, that in in the queer community that does happen an awful lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. It does. Open relationships are, I think, much more um, are much more not feasible. What's the word I want to use here? More accepted in the queer communities. Oh, definitely. I definitely feel that 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 having open relationships and having multiple partners is you know it isn't frowned upon no. in, in queer circles. No, it, it is not. Um, and even you know couples that I know of that are legally married, they still, still dabble, dabble. Still, they <laughs> dabble. you know the relationship is, is open <laughs> and they they do whatever they want and all that. But you know, I don't know. I mean, for me, for me personally, I, I guess it was my upbringing and also like look at who my heroes are. Mm. Like my hero was Maud, and Maud was in a very I mean, kind of toxic relationship with her husband. Yes. And, uh, you know, when you, you look at those things and you see those things, you say to yourself, well, that's the kind of relationship. You don't want that kind of relationship. No. You don't want that kind of relationship. No, not at all. But, I mean, I'm always of the mind that as long as you're communicating effectively and you're having open, honest communication, you could do whatever. Yes. Very true. Very true. Yeah, that's, that's, how I, that's how I operate. I mean, I mean, personally, for me, you know, now, at the stage of life that I'm in with, mm -hmm. with my husband, it's old. like... Just say it. Okay, fine. Old. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm just like, that is open relationship and all that. I'm like, I'm too, too old. Too much of a headache. I'm too tired. You know, I, I, just, I just can't be bothered. Yeah. It's, it's just like, you know, nothing, you know, nothing against it. Somebody's... If they're into that and that's their thing and it makes them happy, that's you know I have no problem. So would with. you say that open relationships are for the young? Um, no. Or those with patience, because I do know a, I do know several older couples that that yeah, that, are, that engage. There are older couples that that you know older couples that do have open relationships mm -hmm. and it works for them. But uh, for me, my husband, it's like no, it's just like. Too much, too much. I get it. I, hey, I understand. It's it's like, and you know, have somebody come over here that we, you know. And like, <laughs> we have to do. We have to ruin that. my dress. We have to clean the house first. I gotta do dishes. Oh my god. No, no. Oh, and then the, the, you know, I gotta you know clean the toilet and all uh -huh. this. No, it's too much work. It's too much work. <laughs> and I mean, it, it's funny that we yeah. mentioned that because... Do we have cake and coffee afterwards? I mean, for crying out loud, what is... Do we have you know, ice cream? Do we get the ice cream? You know, you know do, we, do we send thank you notes afterwards? <laughs> What's the protocol? I don't know. It's too much. It's too difficult to navigate. <laughs> it's too difficult to navigate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Do we do we uh, send them a thank you card afterwards? You I are such know. an old woman. You are <laughs> such an old woman. Because I would do the same thing. I'm like, do we should we send them a thank you? Should we send them a fruit basket? Do we give them a corsage when they do we give come them in? a corsage? Or do they give us the corsage? How does that work? Oh, this pain. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. But, I mean, in the 70s, open relationships became a really big thing because it was all about open love and open relationships. Well, also because, you know, uh, the birth birth control pill. Uh Um, Yeah. Finally, for the first time in history, women had full control over their... Over their bodies. You know, whether or not they chose to ovulate. Yeah. So the, a woman could choose to have sex and she did not have to worry about getting pregnant and she didn't have to worry, you know, the, the onus wasn't on the man yeah. to wear a condom. Ooh, onus, what a lovely I know, word. I always throw in those what a lovely SAT word. words. Gotta be you love one. your SAT words. I love my SAT words, but you know. So, so this was sexual liberation yeah. for, for women. And, you know, also sexual liberation you know, for men too, as as a byproduct. I was gonna say, like, not there, there's. A, I want to say there's another two or three episodes of Maud that deal with open relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one with a psychiatrist and his wife that were swingers. Mm-hmm. There was another episode where Maud was potentially engaging in an extramarital affair mm-hmm. with a with a man who was just freshly out of a divorce, ah. who was very attractive, and mm-hmm. Walter was insanely jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, it's a topic that comes up more and more with each passing decade, and yeah. it's going. It's a topic of conversation now. Yes. Again, this is why we want Maud back in the, back in the focus of everything. Yes, the show was problematic in certain areas, but the conversations fifty years ago are still happening today. I get a little emotional about it. You got your roast beef, pussy cat. Be I sad. actually watched Maud on cable. <laughs> oh, you did? On cable. Antenna TV. Oh, Antenna, Antenna TV. Antenna TV at oh, one in the morning. Oh, look at that. At so one in the morning. I was So, like, there you go. And if you have Antenna TV. If you have Antenna TV, Maud is on one o'clock. One, one o'clock in the morning. But you can set your DVR. Or set, set your DVR. Or record your, it. Yeah, record it. Yeah. She's still there, kids. Just not nearly as much just, as all in the family. Just, or, or Golden Girls. Or go. <laughs> Or golden girls. Or golden girls. I mean, you, you toss a pebble and you hit, you hit a golden girl. It's true, girls you hit a golden girl. Episode. Uh, so, of course, when Maude uh, is told by Walter that, you know, Cliff, he, he stares at her rear end, yep. that's when she, you know, she's got to like. Preening around she's looking like at, a peacock. At her rear end in the, in the mirror. Preening knows, like a peacock. She's, she's, and again, very revealing slip under her dress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Maud was a very buxom, curvy woman. Yes. And, uh, yeah, she was looking at herself in the mirror, and yes. Walter was moving the mirror back, and he goes, yes. Believe me, Maud, it's there. Yes. <laughs> oh. And... So she's trying to get into the dress now, and they're, they're conversating, they're talking, mm-hmm. and Walter's trying to f- fimble and fiddle with the, the back of her dress, because... On a lot of older dresses, there's a zipper, and then there's a hook. There's a hook and out. Newer dresses, too. Yeah. Newer dresses, too. That's I'm, like, I'm like constantly telling my husband, oh, you got to zip this up for me. I'm like, did you get the hook? And he's like, no. I'm like, well, can you get it? He's like, oh, I got to get my glasses. It's like, why didn't you put your glasses on before? I mean, with a zipper, all you have to do is pull the tab. When you I do know. a hook and eye, there's, 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 there's mechanics there. I know. I know. It's, it's very mechanical. So Walter doesn't trust Cliff. Walter does not trust Cliff. He does not trust Cliff. And Maud, she thinks he's funny. And Walter is saying that he feels sorry for Joanna. Yeah. Yes. So it's important to note that Walter knows something that Maud does not. Mm-hmm. He's privy to. Privy to information. Another delicious word. Another delicious privy word. Privy to some confidential information. And uh, Maud mm-hmm. is, is saying that um, she feels bad for Cliff because he, he's stuck with Joanna Chinless Joanna, and I think there were some other things about her. Chinless Joanna that she couldn't cook. She couldn't cook. But that she was a marvelous, marvelous, marvelous driver. She's a driver, yes. <laughs> Very good at left-hand turns. Yeah, she was a good driver. <laughs> yes, and this this is one of the jokes that they play on with her, you know. Her hypocrisy. Yes, of, of, of constantly uh, sort of berating Joanna uh, and, and her feelings that Cliff is sort of stuck with mm-hmm. Joanna and, you know, like, he could have done better, I And guess. again, like, one of the brilliant things about the writers is that they 
constantly pointed out Mort's hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. They constantly did. Norman Lear like was brilliant when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. He he insisted that you see a real human being. Yes. And how you would see Maud for what she really is, and that is In- including, a hypocrite. Including all her foibles. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm You're fire. on a roll today. I'm on fire. It's because we have, we have the camera rolling. The I camera, guess. oh, of course. When the cameras are on, so is she. I'm ready for my close-up. Thank you, Norma Desmond. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, Maud also mentioned when, because when, uh, Walter couldn't get the, the, the hook and eye closed. About Albert. She was talking about Albert. Albert. The, 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 even though he had beady, beady eyes, he had nimble Nimble fingers. Nimble fingers. So I guess I guess that's, Albert, a, that's alluding to something. Yeah, so that's I guess an alluding. To Albert something. had no problem with the little with hook, and hook and eye. With the little hook and eye. I never had a problem so, with hook and eyes. In case, any, if you're actually watching, just so you know, I have notes. We have notes written here. So if I'm looking down, that's what I'm looking at. He's not looking at his I can't, gout. She's not looking at her gout, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not looking at my gout or my gown. <laughs> Is that what those are? They look like cargo shorts. Taffeta. <laughs> Taffeta, darling. <laughs> Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Madeline Kahn. Oh, I miss her. The true goddess. I miss her so much. Okay, so now Walter is, he's um, he's going off because he wants... He wants his tweezers. He wants the tweezer because he has an ingrown he hair. He has an ingrown hair. So Maud hands him the tweezers yes. and they're stuck together because... Her and Philip were building a boat together. They were building up a model ship. A model ship. And the airplane they used the, they used airplane, airplane glue. glue and it stuck the, the tweezers. And Walter, of course, together. goes, I bet you wouldn't dip Cliff Naylor's tweezers in the glue. Mm-hmm. And like just petty. Mm-hmm. Just petty. Small and petty. Okay. And and uh, Maud is still going on that they're gonna be late. Yep. And um, I have something about the Tower of Trivia. What was that? Um it was it to? was something about Walter saying something very uh, intelligent, I suppose, and then she ends up saying, "We can donate your brain to science. Yes, he's I can have his, it picked up in the morning. He's gonna have his brain donated to science." And she ended up saying, "Don't worry, I could just grab it out with the tweezers." Yes, <laughs> you know, insulting his intelligence left, right, and sideways. Oh, then there's a whole discussion of the appetizer that Maud made. Yes, for this and it was—was was it not a mushroom quiche? Something like with mushroom and spinach. I mushroom think. spinach quiche. I mean, that sounds delightful. I made those, and they're they're delicious. Like it doesn't sound. I can't, I can't make quiche anymore because now my husband's lactose intolerant. Yep. So he can't have all the dairy. He can't have all the, the cream and the milk and the cheese. I'm so, so sorry. You know, so I'm I don't... I'm so sorry. I, I, you know... Just once again, don't get old, kids. But remember from... I don't know if you remember this from years and years ago where they, there was that thing, real men don't eat quiche. You ever hear that saying? I have. <laughs> I, but I mean, but no, 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 no. I beg to it, differ. Real men do eat quiche. No, it's funny you mention that mm. because, um, you know, years, I think in the 90s, there was a sitcom about uh, two gay dads. And um, the father of one of them was like talking about a frittata. And he goes, what the heck is a frittata? Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things where you're like, it's just an egg dish. Quiche is just an egg dish, but this idea mm-hmm. that making a frittata or making a quiche is somehow feminine. Yes. Like, it ju- really? I know. Is that... It's silly. It's silly. <sighs> uh, food, food is neither masculine nor feminine. No, it's, it's not. It's just food. Unless you're talking about the Christmas candle. The Christmas candle? I We've gone over the... No, I went over the Christmas candle with my boyfriend. <laughs> the Christmas candle was the pineapple... And you neglected the, to tell your mother. I Well... I don't want to tell my mother about what a what a Christmas candle is, but it's the tiny little pineapple ring, and there's a banana that sticks straight oh, you up. Did tell me about I that. I did. Thank you. You did tell me about that. Yes, the Christmas. Oh, candle. The, rude. Fa- the phallic, the phallic Christmas. The phallic candle. Christmas candle. Yes. Well, but that could be enjoyed by either male or female, men or women. <laughs> so again, and non-binary. Again, yes. So there you go. There you go. Oh, merciless! But I love, I love quiche. I just, I just. Can't. I enjoy quiche so much. I just don't bother making it anymore. I yeah, because of X, Y, and Z. You know, husband can't eat it. Yep. Oh, so it reaches a point where oh no, oh uh, they, the suit, the, the suit. Yes, they go to the Walter, closet. They go to the closet, and Walter is showing off his suit, saying, mm-hmm. "Look at this suit." And Maud slams the the, the sliding closet, door, the sliding closet door, the sliding closet door on the suit. On the and suit. he goes, "Well, it was wrinkled in the back. Now it's all wrinkled in the front." No, it's now it was wrinkled in the in the in the, in the front. front. Now, now it's, it's all wrinkled, wrinkled in, the, in back. the back. And 
Maud, Maud goes, it's all right, Walter, so are you. So are you. <laughs> Wrinkled in the back. Um, and then at oh. that point, like, Walter is just complaining so much that says, that's it, Walter, we're not going. She's like, we're not going. We're not going, that's the end. And he's like, great, wonderful, outstanding, I will go get ready for bed. Yeah, well, well, no, I think she says they're going to watch a, a, Lynn a Lynn Barry, Barry movie. A Lynn Barry movie. A Lynn Barry movie. And he and, goes, great, I love Lynn Barry. Yeah, so, so, but Maud says she's, you know, she goes to the phone. And she starts calling. She calls Joanna. She calls Joanna. And she, you know, and I think actually she tells Walter she's going to tell Joanna. Just what he's been doing. Exactly why they're not coming to the party. Yep. So. Um, and when Joanna does answer the phone, Maud goes. Oh, wait, wait. I had something wait, wait. about, about uh, the, the, oh, um, oh, and Walter's, uh, she's going to tell her all about um, the, uh, Cliff's carnal fantasies about her fanny. <laughs> Yes. Let me yes, about my fabulous fanny. You mentioned that. The carnal fantasies about About Maud's fanny. fabulous fanny. Yes. So she she gets Joanna on the phone, mm -hmm. and uh, she proceeds to hand the phone to Walter, saying, Hello, Joanna. Walter has something important to tell you. And then that's when we cut to commercial. That's when we go to the break. And when we come back, Walter finishes the conversation, He's hangs up, up the, the phone, phone, and Maud just looks at him incredulously. Like, that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, telling her that you woke up with a splitting headache. With a splitting headache. Like, like, that was the best he could that do. That was the best he could come up with. That was the best he could do. And I have something about, uh, uh, she, something about Noel Coward and Burt Parks. Yes, because that's where Maud says, that's where you picked it up from. Yes. Did you pick it up from Noel Coward? Or from, from Noel Coward or Burt Park. Parks. Yes. So, Walter... so they start undressing. Maud starts undressing. Walter starts undressing. And then they go over to the closet and they're just bickering back and yes. forth as the sliding door opens yes. and closes. No, but but and... now they're they're now they're getting dressed again. Yes, to go to bed. No, no, they were they were putting the they were putting the the, the clothes on for the party. I could have sworn that Maud was into a robe. What she was in her she was in her um dressing robe. Okay, you're right. You're right. They're okay. So they're getting uh, they're, they're getting, getting undressed. Undressed. Now. And Walter's like, no, let's go. Let's have a good yes. time. And Maud's yeah. insistent, like, no, I'm going to make right. an honest man out of you. You told her that you have a splitting headache, and now we're not going. Right. Yes. And um, I think Walter brings up about uh, her Maud dancing. Cliff and Maud with danced Cliff. with Cliff. Cliff danced with Maud five, five times, times at the club at dinner. The, at the club dinner, at yes. At the club dinner. I mean, I, maybe it was just a 70s thing or a 90s thing, but I'm just, I am... Over those types of establishments. Oh God, yeah. I am so over those types of establishments. Yeah. They're they're far too hoity-toity. Oh. I would never want to belong to a club that would have me as a member. Yeah, just it does nothing for me. <laughs> That's Groucho Marx. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, Walter... To the, those who did not see or hear, I, like, did a little uh, wag with my fingers. A little wag. Um, Walter, he, 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 he's taking his life in his hand. Yes, and he, he is. Tell, he tells Walter... I, like, he I, tells I, I, did, I did love the line, though, when he said, when um, Cliff dipped you... Yes. His nose was in your navel. His nose was in her navel. Which, that, alluding to the fact that Cliff Naylor is shorter short. than, than shorter Walter than, is. And, and, and shorter than Maud. And shorter than Maud. I mean, a lot of people were shorter than yes. Maud. Yes. Let, let's, let's just be frank about that. Yes. But Walter <laughs> makes the mistake... Of telling Maud that it's that's it's dangerous for, for a, a woman of her age. Of her age, you never say that to a woman you, ever. Uh, you never, even if a woman is a woman of her age, you never tell a woman of you, her age she's you a woman of her age. You don't tell anybody that they are a person of their age because that is just a very There's some things you don't do. You don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't touch a drag queen's makeup. Don't touch it or wig or wig. Yes, and you never tell. A person that they are a person a, of that age. A person of that age. Yeah, that she did not need to hear that. And, and she, she, one of the things that I love about B. Arthur is that she will speak a line and then immediately cut herself off. Yes. Like I think she was saying, "Oh, don't be ridiculous." What do you mean, a woman of my? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now she points out 
Uh, she she becomes petty AF. Yeah, yeah, petty AF. Yeah. Saying yes. that his gums were starting to recede. They're starting to recede. And then she ends up saying that Cliff is an inch taller He's an than... an inch taller than Walter. Than Walter and has perfect gums. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, Walter is gargling. Yes, gargling. In, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And Maud accuses him of being jealous, jealous of Cliff. Because she leaves and she goes, but Cliff is one hell of a guy. Yeah, uh, and that and he do, she does admit that Cliff is after her, and that Cliff yes, like, yes. But we come to find out that Walter is jealous because Maud is turned on right. by Cliff. Yes, and I mean when you do not for anything when you do reach a certain age, it's nice to turn a few heads. I. At my age, still turn heads. <laughs> and you, I'm sure, at your age, still turn heads. I mean, especially when you're in drag. Oh, my lord. When you're in I can only imagine how many people ogle your chest. It's ridiculous. I, mean, I, could, t I could tell you firsthand, whenever I have my, mm -hmm. my breasts in, mm -hmm. oh, my God, the stares I get. The, I, don't I know. know that my eyes are higher than my breasts are, but these yeah. are not eye level. These are eye level to you, not to me. I've had, I've had instances, because... Because I have the the breast the breast plate that has cleavage, silicone and has cleavage, and and there's been a few times. Literally, I know I know what a a a um, you know a well endowed woman goes through. Where I've been someplace and happened to be talking to a, a straight guy, and all of a sudden I realize they're not looking me in the eyes. Nope. They're like they're like staring at the boobs, and in the back of my mind, I'm like. They're not even. They're, they're not even real. It's, these are these are pure silicone strapped. But it around is still, my neck. It is still a flesh fixation. It is still a titty fixation. They are like <laughs> unbelievable. They're kryptonite. And, kryptonite. and it's funny because when I when I see a straight guy doing that, you know, because I I'm not I'm not a woman and I don't care to be tactful, I immediately go. I go. I go. Are you staring at my rack? And, <laughs> They immediately, all of a sudden, the eyes like jump like straight up, and all of a sudden they're not, they're like staring me straight in the eyes, and I can I can sense they're trying so hard not not to like stare back down at yeah. the boobs. It's unbelievable. Men are pigs. Men are pigs. Thank God. I know you were going to say that. Thank God. <sighs> oh, so, so but here's the thing: yes. Maud being you know an older woman. Mm -hmm. Having a a man paying attention to her, as we will find out, is flattering. Very much so. So for for a woman, it's a flattering thing. But Walter, from a, a man's perspective, and I want I do want to point something out. Mm -hmm. What Cliff is doing is flattering mm -hmm. Maud. He's not catcalling her. Right. He's not making inappropriate commentary. Uh, if he says anything inappropriate, I think the worst, like towards the end, we find out that he says, like, we'll play strip poker. Strip checkers. Strip checkers, I'm so strip sorry. Strip checkers. And, uh, but he, he was doing nicely, pulling her chair out. Doing niceties. Opening the door, the door. Being very gentlemanly. And chivalrous. Yes. And that's what, that's what Maud liked. Mm -hmm. But you see, for, for men, because we're more hardwired for the sex, he immediately thinks... That for Maud, it's a, it's it's a sex thing. Yes. That she's turned on. That she wants to sleep with him. And I mean that is a very that is a very male chauvinist thing to think. Yes. Yes. But that's how the you know straight men tend to approach things. As yes. Very. Because they are the man and sexually and oriented. Very much so. You know, whereas uh, at least in this case with Maud and Walter, but it holds true I think for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, a woman is not always. It's not always that the, it's sexual thing. It's not always sexual. It's, it's you know, and I mean, boys from a very boys from a very early age are taught that they are men. Yes, and that they are very primal, sexual, sensual creatures. And, boys and, don't cry. And, yeah, that they are that they are not allowed to feel emotion. And if they emotions, if they feel cry. if they feel any emotions, they are. Feminine, that, yes, and sensitive. You're a sissy, and you're a sissy. Yeah, I was called a sissy. Once. Oh my god, all my life, all my life. No, I was never. I I never got sissy when I was in um, school. I just got the f word. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We just dove. They just dove oh, right, right on into that. Oh. 
Uh, yes. So I, you're saying they dove right they into dove the, right into the, the F, F word. word. Yeah, I got, I got that um, too. Yeah, it just, it's, oh, real, got, it's yeah. real fun getting called that in oh, a car yeah. just driving oh, past you. It's so, love it. so attractive. So, love that. Love that journey for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, so much fun. So much fun. So at that point, they decide that they are going back to the party and... Maud starts putting on the dress again, and she yes. says, "She says to Walter that you know a man tries to flirt with me, and you suddenly want to embroider a, a, a letter, a scarlet letter scarlet on my letter. chest. Yes, F for fallen. F for fallen. Um, and then she uh, goes into the bathroom singing, What do you think I am, Lily Marlene?' Yes, and she sings underneath the lamppost." Uh -huh. By Marlene, by, wasn't Marlene, it Marlene Dietrich? Marlene Dietrich, Marlene yes. Dietrich, yes. another very throaty voice, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, vixen. Yes. And uh, Walter admits that he's insecure. Very much so. He's insecure. He sees Maud as, you know... very uh, Honestly, a very adult adult concept mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. a man to acknowledge that he's insecure about, yes. his, about his relationship. Yes. And Maud, Maud is now... She's telling Walter that Cliff believes in the sanctity of marriage. So... The cake is a lie. Yes. The cake is a lie! It's... it's yes. And, uh... And uh, that Cliff has always had uh, respect for marriage. And um, what do I have? She calls about? out Joanne's cooking. Yes. She calls out Joanne's cooking saying, we wouldn't have to bring anything if Joanne wasn't such a That's rotten right. cook. That's right. <laughs> for so, Cliff, that, you know, he's, you know, saddled with Joanna. Even though Maud loves her. Even though, well, I mean, of course, that was just the thing to do. Yeah, like, even, even his drag queens are just like, oh, I can't stand the way she does makeup. I can't stand what her wigs look like. But I adore her. I love the way she performs. She's a marvelous, marvelous lip syncer. <sighs> <laughs> okay. So at that point, <laughs> at that point, Walter finally comes out and says that Cliff is having an affair with Harriet, Harriet Powers. Powers. Yes. And, um, and Maud is like, nobody would make nobody love. Nobody would make love to, to that unless, to they, absolutely, unless they were forced to by law. By law. That's right. Um, and he says, nobody, no one knows but the paid up membership. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Maud is telling him this is dangerous gossip. Yes. And Even, it, but she also mentions that Harriet's always at the electrolysis. Yes. <laughs> And that nobody would make love to anybody with ankles like Harriet. Yeah, well, she probably has cankles. Very much so. I mean, that's that's. I'm imagining cankles. That's a point made. Yes. Uh, and uh, I happen to be objective about her shortcomings. I love Harriet. I just happen to be objective about her shortcomings. Her. Yes, even though she's a, a hairy woman with cankles. Correct. She still loves her. But at that point, mm -hmm. the flip, the script is flipped mm -hmm. because Maud ends up saying, "How could anybody make love to that five foot three inch grease?" Well, no, no. Oh, before Maud, that, before that, okay. You see, because Maud wants to know how uh, Walter knows, and Walter tells her Cliff. Cliff. Cliff told, told me, me at the club yeah. that all the paid-up members know. Yeah. In the steam room, and the, I guess, in, you know, it's like that boys' oh, yeah, locker that, that, room Oh, yeah, the boys' talk. locker room talk. Um, he actually said, like, every week we get a, we get a weekly report. Right. So it, it was, you know, in the, in the uh, steam room, which, you know, was part of the locker room. Yeah. Cliff was telling everybody how, you know, He's having an affair He's with Harriet. Affair with Harriet Powers. Yep. Harry Harriet Powers. Harry Harriet Powers, and Maud, that's when Maud is is like, she she's like how, and 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 is talking about the electro electrolysis that she's, you know, she's dull, she's stupid, but she loves her. But she loves her. But she loves her. But she loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Maud starts with you know then she starts with the poor Joanna yep. about, uh, talking about this five foot three five inch foot tall three inch grease ball, ball. And, uh, and 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 Walter is like you know why why are you carrying on like this now because mm -hmm. now she's like completely you know flipped the other way she flipped the other way she's flipped and Maud is like why should why should I care why should I care but she's like I care. But I do care. But I do care. Because we find out that Cliff flattered Maud. And right. I mean, I mean, at that point, Maud does, she says, I feel like a fool. Yes. For like believing this, this person who is yes. of no good, of no good rapport. Yeah. Um, you know. And uh, we actually, like, Walter's like, 
but he turns you on. And, and she's like, no. I was like, no, you turn me you on. You turn me on. He flatters me. Yes. And um, uh, and then we, then she had, Walter like says, well, what about me? Like, right. what, what about us? And she goes, Walter, if you would hold my coat, I would think I would have only two weeks to live. Right. So Walter is not a flatterer in the way, in the that, way that Cliff, Cliff is. is. And that's really all, that's, that's what all that was about. Yeah. Was just Maud wanting that, she felt that nice little bit of attention yeah. from Cliff. It was, it was just nice. It was flattering. It was nice flattering. And um, well, Walter goes, but but to me you're attractive. And Maud finally breaks down and says, "Attractive is only the consolation prize. I want to be beautiful." <laughs> you're lucky you didn't pull back a, a bloody stump. <laughs> But I mean, I, I, me personally, uh, I understand where Maud is coming from. Because, of course. I mean, even at my age, and I'm I'm fairly young. Are you a woman of of a certain age? I now? am a woman of a certain age, <laughs> bitch. Um, but because even uh, e- despite the fact that I am still young, I ish. I am not the. <laughs> I'm not taking that out in the edit. God will get you for that, darling. So um, even even at my age, like, and again, I am young ish, ish, and like when I turn a um, when I turn a person's head, mm-hmm. it's a nice feeling. Like I'm not going to act on those impulses. Right. No. But it's just, as a matter of fact, um, my boyfriend called me yesterday. And he's just like, oh, I was in, I was in Dollar Tree, and mm-hmm. the cashier remembers you and was asking about you. Oh. And, uh, of course, my, my boyfriend, in his infinite wisdom, decided to really make an awkward situation even more awkward. Well, of course. Because he's... So, mm-hmm. he ends up saying to the, to the person, like, because they were engaging in conversation. He uh-huh. goes, oh, where, the, the cashier goes, where's your friend? Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend goes, oh, what friend. do you mean, friend? What friend with rabbit ears. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and asks, where's, where's your friend? And my, my, my boyfriend goes, oh, well, he's, they're, they're in the city, mm-hmm. uh, and they're getting fabric for a project. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the way that the cashier talked about me was, mm-hmm. where's that attractive tall guy that you were with? There was the cashier male or female? The cashier was male. Oh, the cashier was male. Okay. And like I'm hearing this and I'm like I'm turning red as my boyfriend is telling me this because it doesn't happen often for me. Oh, it happens to me all the time. You get over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yes. It's so nice to be flattered. It is nice to be flattered. <laughs> it's nice to be thought of as attractive. It's nice to be thought of um, as attractive. You but Maud troll! Doesn't, <laughs> but Maud doesn't want to be thought of as attractive. But Maud doesn't want to be attractive. She, she wants to be beautiful. thought of as beautiful. She wants to be thought of as beautiful. But, you know, everyone does. And she's she's yeah. aging gracelessly. <laughs> and she, Walter, she even looks in the mirror and she goes, this face is yes. on its way out. Yes. And Walter, being as romantic as he possibly could be, says, and I, I'm looking forward to the day when it does. Right. So that this way he doesn't have to be jealous of other men yeah so which is a little toxic yeah i was like eh, a little cringy a little cringy a little toxic a little cringy oh uh, so she admits that she is finally mm. a woman of her age yeah so walter's like are we are we still going to the to the party and uh they mentioned twice the joke about the fat woman and the and the hamster, hamster. uh and towards the end like um uh Maud's like uh that pygmy, she calls him a yeah, pygmy. She calls, now he's the pygmy. Uh, and that she'll never have to laugh at that fat lady with a hamster joke. Right, yes. And as soon as they leave, as soon as they're about to leave, Walter's like, I'm going to look at your rear end the whole night. Yes. The phone rings. Phone rings. And it's, dingy. And it's Cliff It's Naylor. Cliff Naylor. Mm. And Maud is on the phone like she's really. Very cold. She's very cold in the beginning. At like, first, yes. Yes, Cliff, it's Maud. Mm-hmm. Walter's headache is gone and, and will and be they're, there. And they're going to be at the party. Yes, and then all of a sudden she starts to smile. She starts to smile and giggle and giggle, and uh, she's like, "Oh, Cliff, you you filthy you filthy thing, Cliff, you're you. terrible, you're terrible, you're terrible." And then she hangs up the phone mm. and she's like chuckling and chortling mm. to herself. Come on over, we're gonna play strip checkers. Strip checkers. <laughs> Have you ever played strip anything? Cliff, you're terrible. Yes, I did play. I did play a couple strip games. I don't remember what. I was, I've never played. As a child. 
I never played them. I did play Spin the Bottle. Oh, you did? That I played, mm-hmm. but I never played anything I never, about that. I don't think I ever did Spin the Bottle. I didn't, uh, I never played Spin the Bottle. No. I'm, I'm sure at that time you, you would have walked away with several quarters in your pocket. Probably. <laughs> because Probably. the bottle would always end up landing on a man. <laughs> a man? Oh, a man. Can you oh. imagine such a So thing? we come to the epilogue. It's yes, they after leave the party. It's after the party, and Maud mm-hmm. comes in looking kind of grim, mm-hmm. kind of morose mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like Maud was actually embarrassed for Joanna mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Walter was like, wow, he got so loaded he started to hit on his own wife. Yes, yes. He, he, he mentions that uh, Cliff really blew his reputation. Blew his reputation. He got so loaded. They, and they, they talked about him being, they, I think they actually used the term stoned. Yes. But I think back, when, then, back then it was just drunk. That just meant drunk. That just meant drunk. Now when we say stoned, stoned there's marijuana involved. There was. In, I never touched the stuff. In, in this episode, it did, did not refer to marijuana. It just meant that he... He was pretty drunk. Yes. And he made a pass at his own wife. And yep. And Maud at the end goes, poor Joanna. Poor Joanna. Poor Joanna. Yes. There feel? is a number that I want to perform. A number. A number I want to perform. And it was I'm B- ready. What is it? It was B. Arthur. Is it in my key? No. Oh. It's actually a spoken word. It's a spoken word monologue. Oh. And uh, it's B. Arthur from, I think, the Shoestring Review. Mm-hmm. And it starts with her, like, talking to this former flame of hers named Jim. Mm. And she goes on and on talking about Jim's new fiance, mm. and now saying that her fiance has had several appendectomies, uh-huh. has a drinking problem, mm. has a weight problem, and how people always talk about this woman behind her back. Okay. And um, literally, like she she talks so much smack about this mm-hmm. this person that this Jim character gets, and she is just talking to Jim. Mm. And while she's talking to Jim, she's having martinis. Uh-huh. And she, like the bartender comes over and she's like, they go, martini. Well, you don't hear them say that, but she turns to them and goes, oh, a martini? Oh, well, just a tiny one. Leave out mm. the vermouth. <laughs> um, but I really want to perform that just because uh. it's so catty. Oh. It sounds like it's very much in that... Uh, uh, ladies who lunch vein, sort of, but not. There's no, there's no music, no it. singing. Yes, it's just her talking. I'll send it to you. Okay, I'll send it to you. It's um, have oh. you ever done la- the ladies who lunch that song? No, that but would I'd be like a, to. That'd be, that'd, be good, that'd be a good song. That'd for be me. a great song. For I'd you. sing that. I'd sing. I'm. I'd sing. Uh, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm far too young to sing that song. <laughs> not with the right makeup. No. <laughs> This is the relationship. I, 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 I turn myself into a, an 85-year-old woman. Come on, give me a break. Well, when I make my when I paint my face, I just look like a 60-year-old woman. <laughs> I don't look young and new like the rest of your queens. Uh, I'm just me, myself, you, and I... You could. You could. I could. Put yourself Stay in my head. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned for something that is just going to absolutely terrify me. Yes, it will. And all of you, maybe. And all of you, perhaps. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us on another episode of God Will Get You For That Walter. Yes. A special God Will Get You A For special, That Walter. Special podcast uh, and special video. Special podcast and video from, uh, from the two of us. Uh, unfortunately, we lost, you know, we the lost first 19 minutes of, of the we video. We lost the first 19 minutes of the video. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So if if, if you're listening to the podcast, you got everything. Everything. If you're watching the video, if you want to, you know, relive the first 19 minutes, (laughs) just listen to the podcast. Just listen to the podcast. The first 19 minutes. The first 19 minutes. And where can they listen to us? Well, they can always listen to us on any of the podcast platforms, including uh, Buzzsprout, uh, there is Pandora. Pandora. There is iHeartRadio. There is Spotify. Spotify. Apple Radio. Apple Radio. I, I, all the, of them. All the radio. Also, even on the Facebook podcast. On the Facebook podcast too. Yes, yes. on our Facebook page of God yeah. I'll Get You for That Walter. Mm-hmm. And of which course, we constantly update. Yes, and of, and of course the uh, 
The podcast also streams as a video on YouTube. On YouTube, our YouTube channel, which is called God will get you for that, Walter. See, he knows better than I do. Yes, and but on Instagram, <laughs> now on Instagram, on Instagram it is Findlay's Friendly Appliances. Yes, which is also our email, which is also our email, Findlay's Friendly Appliances at gmail.com. I mean, email us, contact us. We would love to have a conversation with you. I mean, you. you can find us anywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, there is no excuse. There isn't any excuse. I mean, we're like we're like cockroaches. We're just, you know, and everywhere. we're gonna be there long after. I promise. Yes, you, you know, there'll be, you know, after the, you know. Armageddon, there'll be all that will be left are cockroaches, share share cockroaches and us. And us. God will get you for that, Walter. That's all that will be left. That's all that will be left. That's all be what left. a legacy. And where can they follow you personally? <laughs> you guys can follow me at that Tomcat on all forms of social media. You can go to my website, thattomcat.com, where you can listen to me perform, you can listen to my demos, you can find my link tree, everything. 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 And where can they find you? Well, they can always find me on Facebook at Tony Holmperm, and that's Tony with an I, which is the same as my Instagram and also my website, uh, TonyHolmperm.com. And we will see you Ooh. next time. Well, they won't see us next time, but they will. They will get to hear us. He loves playing. We just, we just we're just doing this as a, as a special. This but is we'll a see special. How it goes. But we'll see you potentially, and you'll hear us the next time on God'll Get You for that. Yes, Bye, sir. guys. Good night.